0: Classes in session for the black and nerdy. Welcome to the Blurred Alliance University. Let's go. Classes in session. Blurred Alliance University. You know what it is. You rocking with J-Rock?
1: Mick Fly Smith.
0: Yeah, we're going to get straight into it because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But before we do, always got to plug the Twitter now.
1: We're on Twitter.
0: Go follow us at Blurred Alliance. Popping up over there. But let's get into it. So what had happened was... This is where we talk about recent entertainment news. Before we actually talk about some of the other news, as far as movies, um, video games, entertainment goes, got to say RIP to Kevin Conroy. The voice of Batman just died. He was 66 years old. He survived by his husband, and I believe he had a kid as well. Um, So RIP to the GOAT, man. When I think of Batman, when I read Batman lines, that's the voice I think about. and He was, he was Batman over what the animated series batman beyond for long. um the arkham video game series justice league justice league unlimited like that that was the goat so
1: all right those are all hits
2: girl. too all of all them. hits all, all of hits them.
0: so yeah may he rest in power rest in peace but again let's get into some news let's start with the trailers john wick Four man trailer just dropped um we talk about this all the time john wick the first one that was a huge surprise. Um, just, just, just going to the theaters like, eh, an, an action Keanu Reeves movie, you feel me? But when it was over, it's like, damn, that shit was fire.
1: Bro, that that's shit was he, dope. He had disappeared for a minute. Like I swear yeah. to God we didn't see that nigga for a minute. So, nah. I'm excited. I love, these, I love this franchise. Yeah, love <laughs> gonna be it's solid.
0: I think it works so well because they know exactly what they are. Yeah. Like, they're not trying to do um, insert comedy bits or try to change the formula over the three movies that have already come out. It's like, y'all came here for action. That's exactly what we're going to give you. Like, Keanu barely be speaking in those movies, but it fucking works.
1: Bruh, <laughs> he really don't talk like that. That thing could be having like 10 lines the whole movie. That that's shit is crazy.
0: It. <laughs> that's it, bro. Like he barely speaks. And it completely <laughs> works because they know what they're doing. And they created a very cool world, a world of secret assassins, where they have rules, where they have hotels, where they have specific guidelines and things that they have to follow. Um, and like I said, it just works, man. For over three movies, all three were hits to me. I don't I don't that's think amazing. they missed yet.
1: mm uh-huh. No, they definitely haven't, bro. Especially action-wise, because at some point, you could run out of shit. But they always level up each movie.
2: Honestly, yeah. still.
1: I still think about that like John Wick and Common Fight. That shit was clean, bro. That shit <laughs> was intense. That was fucking intense.
2: Yeah,
0: and <laughs> I, I also think they do a good job of making it seem like he's in danger. Like, there yep. are stakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the title character, so you're like, eh, the likelihood he's gonna die is very slim, right? You already right. have that in the back of your mind. But he be getting fucked up. <laughs> like he'd he be taking hits he'd be getting shot arms broken whatever and they they keep that sense of danger throughout the whole movie to where you're never bored so trailer looks fire trailer looks good so we gonna see what happens when that drops another trailer i know we talked about Brendan fraser in the last episode a little bit um and his trailer for The Well actually came out this is the movie that premiered at a few film festivals has been getting nothing but love, rave reviews like Brendan Fraser's back, oh my god Um, it is a drama so don't expect anything like The Mummy here um, <laughs> and he <laughs> as the title suggests he's a well of a man in <laughs> this fucking trailer, he's huge bruh. he's
1: fucking massive bro like that really threw me off i guess i really wasn't putting two and two together
0: (laughs) yeah he's he's a huge guy in this movie um and it seems just like a drama and it seems like it's going to talk about the human spirit um how humans treat each other because it seems like his character is so optimistic and is just a really good guy and and sees the best in people because in the trailer i'm paraphrasing here but he says something like people are just so good or, or something like that and it's like We're really not, but like (laughs) it's cool that you feel that way. Um, and we'll kind of see because it was a bit of a teaser trailer, it didn't really show much, yeah. But it it looks like it's meant to make you cry
1: for real. Oh, without a doubt, because especially with you know where he's coming from, you know, he is a good person, like we've all known Mm -hmm. him as the funny, goofy, loving, mummy type of guy. So, Mm -hmm. no. Nah, this is good for him. I'm happy for him. I'm glad to see him back, honestly.
0: Yeah. It's been a minute. So, like you said, it's been a minute. I think the last thing I really saw him in was the mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, where they changed the mummy from Egypt to to China. So, I mean, (laughs) it's been a very long time. So, it's cool to see him getting love. Hopefully, it is a movie that connects with regular audiences as well, and it's not like one of those things where the critics loved it, but everybody else hated it and was like what did y'all hype this for so hopefully there won't be that divide but yeah trailers out if you want to go see it um another trailer that dropped was the trailer for the glass onion a knives out tale so there's the sequel to knives out um it's a bit of a spiritual sequel in that nobody from the first one is in this one it's a whole new mystery um and i love the first knives out so i just hope they don't miss i hope they keep the same energy. Um, It looks like they have the same energy just with the cast and how everyone's kind of wacky, everyone's charismatic, that Leslie Odom Jr., Dave Bautista, um, Janelle Monet. of course Daniel Craig is coming back to reprise his character as Detective Blanc. So we'll see what happens. I, did you like the first Night's Out? I don't think we ever
2: talked about it, did we?
1: I liked it and then I didn't like it. But I think I it's because... <laughs> when i went so i think i was just bored because i wasn't i didn't know what type of movie it was Mm -hmm. but i still thought it was good just based on casting alone because you know they had heavy hitters in that bitch um but yeah i'd probably have to watch the game before we before i watch the sequel yeah because i know this
0: one's getting a limited release in theaters too yeah um before it drops on netflix i know it drops on netflix in december so it might get like a two-week limited release in theaters. I might go see the shit in theaters.
1: I might um, too, honestly.
0: And do the same thing I did with The Harder They Fall. Because the hard, while it's cool on Netflix, The Harder They Fall it hit different in theaters. That shit was fire.
1: I know. I should um, do that shit. That shit was probably <laughs> fire should've. as fuck.
0: You should I didn't
1: even think about it either
0: yeah so like i said the trailer just dropped it's going to have a limited release in theaters before it comes out in december if you like knives out i suggest you go see it the trailer looks and gives off that same energy um so all we can do is hope that they don't miss but enough of the trailer talk let's get into some actual movie news as far as casting as far as what's been announced what's been happening in the entertainment world um so we know A Quiet Place has had two movies so far. They had the original, they had the sequel. Now they're getting a spinoff prequel. It's called A Quiet Place Day One, and it's starring Lupita Nyong'o. Um, that's as much information as we have right now. Um, but, I mean, I love Lupita as an actress. She always brings her A game. She don't, she don't take days off. So what you think about her? Did you watch the first two?
1: Hell no! <laughs> you didn't even see the first one. Hell no! <laughs> what I look like? Uh, uh, the first one was solid, man. Uh, oh yeah. nope, nope. Not I, nigga. You know how to watch shit like that. Right, it's not happening.
0: What do you mean, bro? It's not even that scary, yo.
1: I got enough problems in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need my sleep to be one of them. <laughs> I'm good. Mm-hmm. no sir Not but i support Lapita, obviously but at that <laughs> i ain't watching that shit. <laughs>
0: Bruh, i don't know i'm gonna probably watch it i haven't watched the second quiet place yet just because i've never been in the headspace to watch it because i was some of the i was part of the people that didn't think a quiet place needed a sequel like i think it would have been okay to have yeah. like an epilogue maybe like a scene at the end of the first one because um, the way the first one ends, it is kind of open-ended with them drawing the monsters to them. And and they're, it's leading into a, basically a fight with the monsters. Um, but I didn't think it warranted a whole another hour and a half, two-hour movie. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm probably going to watch the second one before this one drops. But like you said, I mean, we support Lupita. and She don't miss, bruh. She she always brings her A-game, always going to put her all always. into a role. So we'll see what happens with that, with that spinoff. Um, let's head over to Netflix, though. As everyone knows, Henry Cavill has been very vocal about his love for Superman, returning to the character after Black Adam and heading back into the DCEU. And with that news also comes news that he's leaving The Witcher and he's no longer playing Geralt. Um, and they got Liam Hemsworth as his replacement. Which is nothing against Liam Hemsworth, you feel me? But that's a significant downgrade.
1: That shit is terrible. <laughs> that <laughs> that is nigga, does he even downgrade. act anymore? I Bro, ain't I seen think that I saw him shit. It was Hunger Games, Bruh. Like, come on, bruh. <laughs> Tim niggas was desperate. <laughs> he must have tried out for the role before they gave it to uh, to Henry Ass or something. Because that don't make sense.
0: I don't even know why they had tryouts if Henry was already. Interested, you feel me? Because Henry looks, he looks like him, and Dead I watched on. the like the first season and a half. I did, I never finished. Um, not to say I wasn't interested. It just is a lot, um, a especially lot, with man. everything that's been dropping. But he looked like him. Um, you could feel the love for the character that he has. He's very, very deep in the Witcher lore, and he knows what happens in the books, what happens in the video games. Um, and that's part of the reason why he left, because the Netflix crew wanted mm-hmm. to deviate a little bit too far from the lore that was already established. And he was like, nah, I'm I'm good, especially now that Superman's coming back. He's like, I ain't even gotta deal with y'all like
1: that no more. <laughs> like real shit. Netflix always doing some shit, bro. Just stick with the shit. Why are you always trying to be different? Jesus. Yeah, I, it's weird. I don't know why.
0: It is very weird, especially when you have so much source material. Like of course you're gonna take liberties With a few scenes, with a few storylines and stuff like that. Of course, you're going to have to do that no matter what. But when it gets to a point when your lead actor, the actor that people are coming to see this show for, is telling you, like, y'all are doing too much and y'all still want to do it. It's like... Like, at that point, Henry Cavill could just gotta flex and just be like, nigga, I am this show.
1: <laughs> on, uh, on me, bruh. Because <laughs> like, it's true. Bruh, I tell you, Netflix do shit just so they can find a way to not pay these niggas big money. I swear, that's what they do. They always doing some extra shit for no reason. And then out of nowhere, whole shit is canceled, season finale, or niggas just walk off. And they don't even bat an eye about it. It's like a regular Tuesday to them for that shit. <laughs> that, that's just weird, and, and that's
0: the craziest part about it. Because, like, we're talking about
1: Liam Hemsworth
0: is such a downgrade for this role specifically. Because Henry Cavill was that guy; he was Geralt to
1: Literally. so
0: many people. Like, he was that guy. I'm like, he's <laughs> in my head. That's what he said. He was just like, "I am this show, and I'll walk if I want to. I got soup. I got DC knocking on my door, begging me to fucking come back." ready to drop a bag, and I'm staying witch off <laughs> like, I'm and with y'all for what? And they just added,
1: James Gunn on, nigga, I'm cool. <laughs> right,
0: I'm, I'm out of here. Fuck that. I'm Fuck straight that. up out of there. So, for all the Witcher fans out there, um, this is a good luck. L. <laughs> so, um, best of luck, T-Haw, for real. But, speaking of L's... <laughs> <laughs> discovery b <laughs> loki a walking one i mean they got a w with james gunn i'm not gonna lie james gunn is gonna be good for them no nah, i um, smart but as far as their other properties they've been they've been leaning into getting into more franchises and making sure more of their releases involve franchises And with that being said they have come out and said they want to do more harry potter films if jk rowling is down um This is kind of like a double-edged sword because I know Harry Potter fans. I mean, of course, y'all write hard for Harry Potter and stuff like that. But as far as J.K. Rowling's involvement and how Harry Potter films about her, um, yeah, I don't know how this is gonna work out. Especially if she's real heavily
1: involved um, with it, ain't gonna work out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Speak on. You're the bigger Harry Potter fan than me. It ain't gonna work out. Speak on. That's what
1: I'm saying, bro. Because like. There's just too much shit. Like, y'all just flopped. Y'all flopped on Black Adam. So now you're just making shit up as you go. We don't need any more Harry Potter. Daniel don't even <laughs> want to come back to do Harry Potter. He even stated, I don't want to do that shit. I feel like I did it enough. It's my time to do other film projects that I'm passionate about and that I love. No one wants to come back. Maybe Emma and them, just because they ain't been doing anything. But outside of that, it's not needed. It It, it wasn't needed when we got Fantastic Beasts. But I, I, I said, okay, I'm going to chill. First one's solid. Second and third have been ass. <laughs> That's just how, the, how it goes. You know, when it becomes no longer about the project, this is just cash grab. You just know we're going to show up. So it's just not needed. And JK is crazy. She is crazy. The woman is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and she don't need to be outside. <laughs> Keep her ass in the crib. <laughs> it's not gonna work. It don't. It's just not. Not. Especially because she don't stop. She still be going. She so, don't give a fuck. She don't she care. Don't. She rich so, as fuck.
0: That's why. She got too much power yeah, at this point. Too and much to money. Honest,
1: too much power.
0: With them wanting to do more Harry Potter films, are there other books that she's written since then? Like, well, that they had been a, made into a movie.
1: The eighth one came out, I think, like a couple of years ago. But not the cursed child. Not that don't need to be made into no movie. It wasn't even like I'm pretty sure that bitch was only like 300 pages, if that. I was happy to read it. I was excited, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't like something extravagant, nigga.
2: So essentially, at this point, they just trying to pull a Game of
1: Thrones low key, he- exactly. That's exactly what they're trying to do. You can't. There's no way that these people don't see what happens when people make other shit. Because obviously, what is it? House of Dragon. That shit blew up, niggas. That shit. That shit was popping. So there's no way they they don't think like, oh, maybe if we did something, mm-hmm. something, it'll work. Because mm-hmm. they know Fantastic Beasts did not work. Mm-hmm. It's not making enough money, and they signed on for five films for that shit.
0: They have two more films because there's three out right now, right? Yeah, they,
1: they signed up for five, nigga. Things? Yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going, bro. <laughs> the first one popped off, and that's what yeah. The happened. first one, the first one was cool. solid.
2: solid, solid.
1: But after that, not, nigga. Ass. Pretty sure my homie fell asleep when we watched this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he did fall asleep actually yeah he did fall asleep he woke up damn this movie's short no nigga he even <laughs> sleep for two hours <laughs> that shit is trash bro. and that's ezra insane. is tied onto to it so <laughs> unless oh, y'all plan on it's bringing this psycho so ass nigga yeah he ain't dead i'm sure he ain't
0: i mean you know they don't give a fuck about none of that shit bruh. They bro. they got away with all that shit yeah they already writing flash too that's crazy. Yep. <laughs> so like they don't care about that. So if they don't care about that, they definitely don't care about JK being wild and no nope. like, going crazy out on Twitter and shit. Yep. So So
1: they should get made regardless if we want it or not.
0: Well, like I said, for the Witcher fans. Good luck to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know what else to tell y'all. So <laughs> they can really blame luck. me. <laughs> I know you did it (laughs) hey really got me (laughs) good luck to y'all oh shit
0: right you just made the whole argument why it's ass and it's like (laughs) well you said it
1: (laughs) whatever nigga
0: anyways that's what we got in the Harry Potter world again staying with WB Westworld has actually been canceled it was scheduled to go ahead and run through its fifth season um but they canceled that shit before the fifth season even started filming um they paid out the cast and crew for the whole fifth season damn but i know you weren't really into this i was watching westworld um up until the third season and it just got to be too much at a certain point um when you have so many storylines when you have such an intricate story to tell it's hard when you're on season three season four season five because your idea is just to start expanding just start to expand and the story is no longer concise it's no longer so tight that you can follow everything it's almost like (laughs) when you watched it it felt like you was doing a homework assignment like you couldn't you couldn't look at anything else you couldn't have your attention be diverted for any second because you'd miss something um And when it just gets that big and when ideas aren't always as fleshed out as they should be, and each episode is a legit hour or more than an hour, it's like, damn, (laughs) like you start to get burnt out. And that's what happened. Viewership went down every single season and never even spiked back up. It just consistently went down. So while it's not surprising, it does suck because the ideas that they explored in the show were great. I think it would have worked better as a mini series, like just have a, a season, a season or two, call it a day, get everything, all your points across, um, instead of just having <laughs> I know you didn't watch it but there's this character it's called the man in black and he's just this old ass nigga bruh that <laughs> gets shot, stabbed, everything and he's still alive Like, and he's just evil for no reason
2: like, uh, he, maybe he because
0: completes- he was getting shot <laughs> no no he completed his evil mission in the first season bruh we're on season five and he's still (laughs) he's still just around it's like yeah i'm gonna just fuck everyone's plans up just because i feel like it so it's like yeah at this point y'all gotta go i mean i appreciate y'all for what y'all did so far but
1: that's why i asked you when you said it I was like, that shit's still on? Like I thought that shit been over, bruh. <laughs> I didn't know they were still making that. Like yeah. I don't ever see anything about it or anyone talking about it. So because I truly man, just thought that shit was over.
0: Everyone stopped watching it, bruh. Like I said, their viewership went down every single season. So it was like I said, it's not surprising. It was bound to happen. Um, and I know that series was expensive as hell. I didn't know it was, so they had to cut
1: that shit. It's HBO though, bro. They budgets are always hella big, to be honest. Facts. Facts. So, R.I.P. West World, <laughs> <Whatever>, y'all. <laughs> Obviously not, because no one knows this <laughs> shit is on. <laughs> I was really like, that should get canceled. What? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was already over, bro.
0: I really R. did. R.I.P. I put the realest in the game on your
1: tombstone. Um, what? Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Who are you right now?
0: <laughs> like I said it was a. Qu- qu- it started off so good. It
1: sucked. No, easy. it did it.
0: Yes, it did, nigga. You didn't even watch it. What do you? I mean? did not watch
1: the first episode
0: oh wow the first episode of the first season you're an expert on how it
2: started huh? shut up
1: (laughs) yeah i am what yes i am anyways freaky ass shit some
0: bet what (laughs) shut up some better news. (laughs) avatar the last airbender animated film is releasing on october 10th 2025
1: i don't know better news this shit ain't better (laughs) news
0: this what so getting pushed back? Why did they announce this? We're still in
1: 2022. <laughs> I think it's said better news. <laughs> this shit was supposed to be made like four years ago. <laughs> no, it wasn't, But I- They announced that shit hella long ago.
0: No, they did not, nigga.
1: Yes, they did. When were they making an Avatar movie? Like 2019. <laughs> You're a
0: <lie>. you- <laughs> I wish niggas could see your face because you really just got that off the top of your head. Shut up. <laughs> but it is weird that they announced this so early. It's like, y'all are bound to be pushed back, so
2: good luck <laughs> with that.
1: <laughs> That's the theme for this season. Right. Good luck with good, that.
2: Good luck with
0: that. That's all we can going for, dude. But... <laughs> some other weird news snoop Dogg's getting a biopic at universal
1: (laughs) i think we could have waited a week to do this podcast (laughs) this shit random as fuck
0: bruh they were just (laughs) announcing any and everything this week because they know it's dry as hell (laughs) this shit is dry as hell (laughs)
1: Snoop <laughs> dog my nigga but all we gotta do you remember those episodes back in the day like the driven where they talk about people's lives and shit driven yeah it was like a show where they do like like an hour episode and they talk about artists or whatever and their stories
2: Snoop dog had one
1: song nope this was back in the day day damn you little young you know what i'm saying
0: yeah <sighs> old ass nigga
1: shut up anyways <laughs> but that's what i think it is it's just kind of like that like all you got to do is watch that episode you can learn everything you want about snoop dogg we don't right. need a biopic
0: he doesn't need one and you know nah. how like where are you even gonna cut that off <laughs> Like, <laughs> he, he he going. 30 albums of all different genres he just dropped a gospel album like two years ago <laughs> when are you gonna cut this shit off <laughs>
1: And he's still going, like, at this point he's doing side quests, like, it don't end. (laughs) Like, are y'all gonna show him on a cooking
0: show with Martha Stewart on VH1?
1: Like, when are y'all gonna cut this off? I'm mad I watched that shit. (laughs) I really used to watch that with Grandma, bruh.
2: Just kicking it.
0: Bruh, that biopic is gonna be so wild, like, I don't even understand why they're doing it. Bruh. (laughs) it
2: doesn't because it's bored
1: (laughs) Niggas it's bored and just want to do something (laughs) oh my god shit's getting out of hand man
0: (laughs) as we go down this list it just gets more random (laughs) (laughs) like like, bro the it prequel series so it the horror movie with the clown is getting a prequel series called welcome to dairy and they announced their showrunners one is jason fuse he wrote Wonder Woman and produced it too, but the other showrunner is Brad Caleb Kane, and he's the singing voice of Aladdin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what has he even done? Aladdin. <laughs> <That dude laughs> uh,
0: they gonna have that nigga it singing a whole new world in this series. <laughs>
1: oh my god bro i can't Um, believe they're giving us a prequel like what we talk about him how he became clown
0: the thing is i can believe it because everything is a franchise now bro like that's just the way hollywood is set up and everyone who isn't in a franchise they fuck up their own chances of ever blowing up off their movie off their tv show or whatever because they hate on all the other franchises <laughs> in their media press tour <laughs> like, they don't even talk about their own movie they're just like fuck marvel i'm sorry sir my question was about the plot of your movie
2: <laughs> like, I, really, I, I swear we really just sit
0: down sit down in the interview they just sit down it's like Sigh. i just like to say fuck marvel fuck dc but yeah all right let's get this started <laughs> Like quote me on that. Like, why are y'all like this, bruh?
1: <laughs> Niggas are trying so hard to keep cinema going that they're making cinema fail. <laughs> it is, it's crazy. That's exactly true. Crazy because they
0: turn everybody off that would otherwise see their movie. You feel me? Like there are there is an audience for all these other movies, whether they're independent, whether they're just like rom coms, art house films, whatever. I mean, we see it with a twenty four. A24 makes all original content, and these niggas have really blown up over the past couple of years. And there is an audience that wants to see these type of movies. And the directors and actors in these movies know they're not going to get anywhere just by bashing all of the other franchises that are out there making money. Like, they make their movie, they promote their movie, and they keep it pushing. (laughs) Like...
2: (laughs) and they don't even
1: have like wide releases they do like half and half and half every month and they still stand on their two toes and no one ever complains
0: so exactly so Mm. it like i said people are going to complain all the big directors that have already made hundreds of millions even billions of dollars at the box office those be the main ones like, film was dead. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe y'all would rather watch this than my movie. And it's like <laughs> y'all really just sound like spoiled children at this point. That got y'all candy taken away by another studio, and <laughs> now you really wanna cry about
1: it. They really complain. They make shit called House of Gucci.
0: Niggas don't want to
1: watch that shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Hey, don't make actual interesting movies either. Like. <laughs>
1: Like, you want me to sit here for two hours and listen to these niggas talk about Gucci? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck do you think I am? I can't even buy Gucci. Why would I want to watch it?
2: <laughs> that does not make sense. Oh,
1: my God. We could go into
0: a whole study about why these niggas been failing lately, but it's too long. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, there's actually a Gears of War live action movie and adult animated series that's coming to Netflix as well. Dave Batista is also attached to this, um, strictly because he looks just like the character. I'm sure he's been fan cast a bunch of times. So that's actually a good move for them. That's a W. What you think?
1: No, yeah, it is. He does look like them niggas. He really is built like them niggas. All buff up top, no legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All chest, no legs. <laughs>
1: That's how it made this like, but no, uh, yeah, I I used to love that game like a lot. That game was hell tight to me. So no, I'm I'm excited to see it. Hopefully they cast some solid niggas though. Yeah, I feel like they all big. So, they would have to be all swole because them niggas all buff. They'll probably have one think.
0: skinny one for comic relief or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't so, even think who
1: to cast for shit like that. But it should be cool. I mean, what Dave
0: Batista? Um, to be all wrestling niggas. <laughs> I was gonna say, Dave Bautista, The Rock, John Cena. <laughs> That's your big trio. Hey, if they did that though, I'm not gonna watch that shit. That
1: would be tight. I'd love to watch that shit. That shit would be so good. Hey, call us. We got some ideas. <laughs> that would be dope, like that no cap. It would. It would be very. Because all the niggas are buff shit and shit. Ain't hella funny. Well, except The rap, Those two are funny, though.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. But that's as much information we have right now on the Gears of War. They haven't announced a release date or or any of the other cast. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, But now let's move over a little bit to the Disney side of things. As we all know, Disney will not stop with these live action remakes. Hercules is on the way. Um, Guy Ritchie is the director. And the Russo brothers are producing it. And the Russo brothers just came out unprovoked and said, Hercules is a modern musical inspired by TikTok. Um, We were already telling y'all to keep this in the vault, to never do this. And y'all have fucked up every step of the way so far. Guy Ritchie alone as the director already is like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And now it's a, quote, modern musical inspired by TikTok. What the fuck? Like, they gonna have this nigga Hercules doing TikTok dances while Beg's soul is swimming in the underworld. These like, niggas are different.
1: Really like I could already tell. Like they'll probably cast Chatting Tatum as Hercules. My nigga, ain't no fucking
0: way, bro. He's bro, He fits. Hell. He fits though no, for this
1: stupid ass no, dance no, in TikTok world. Don't I say that. God. Watch. Don't watch. Don't it's gonna say happen. happen. It's gonna happen. It's it happens, going to happen because you literally butt- spoke it into. Sorry, I know how to cast niggas. <laughs> No, hell sorry, no.
0: Channing fucking Tatum, he's like
2: eighty.
0: <laughs> You're so dramatic. <laughs> you know how white people age. Let's not do this. He is <laughs> that thing hell. looks
2: oldest.
1: <laughs> and look, he's got it. <laughs> I guess he is kind of old. Up, <laughs> Channing Tatum. How does it say? Oh, he's forty-two. Yeah, that's true. He is pretty old, but I don't know. It just fits. Fits the quota. Hell nah! This is they terrible. are
0: gonna t- cast a TikTok person as a lead. I feel like they're gonna cast um, that one girl that was in the "She's All That"
1: remake. I that was hoping they learned person. a lesson to not cast her in anything. What is her name? Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Someone who stole oh, everybody's shit. content and got famous.
0: Oh yeah, that's what they always do. Um. Damn, they're either gonna cast means. her or one of the Demilio sisters. I feel like Who the fuck is that? It's like the same thing. They had the most TikTok followers before that African dude got the most. And like all they did, like you said, they was just doing like dances that they didn't even make. <laughs> and they just blew up. One of them's on Dancing with the Stars right now. Um so they already like So that means your career's shit. already over. <laughs> nah, because you know, Dancing with the Stars it's shown on disney plus live and they also those tiktok girls have a show on hulu so disney owns all of it so you know they were gonna put someone from tiktok on there one to promote and get in touch with the younger generation and two to promote their show on hulu which disney also owns like it's all a game bro this shit is so
1: stupid this is dumb as fuck yes so that's again why i
0: think it might be her because she has, she already has a show on a Disney-owned network. She's already popular amongst the younger generation. She's dancing already. <laughs> like they could this dub is her crazy. shit for the singing, to be honest. This is so, crazy. This Disney is crazy. Disney won't find any way to promote cross-platforming.
1: Ew, fucking ew. Yeah, that's
2: wild, bad, bro. bro. I can't. It's I gonna cannot.
0: They're gonna try to get us with. Casting some people for, like, the muses or some shit. Like, they'll probably get, like, like Jennifer Hudson and, like, all our black, our strong black female singers. Probably they're going to have, like, a non-binary person for the muses as well. um, Or just someone that's queer or whatever the case may be. Because, you know, that's what they are. They always have, like, a section for us Yep, that'll get, like, some of us excited and stuff like that. Yeah. but overall as the whole movie it's like y'all already misstepping like the shit is weak y'all giving us this bullshit modern musical inspired by tiktok for the only disney movie that had gospel influences like deep gospel cuts like y'all it's crazy. killing me <laughs> like, killing like the me. way
1: they're going about it you would think that all these live actions flopped which they didn't so i don't understand why you feel the need to change things up like You still made money on every single project, even fucking Jungle Book.
0: Right. Jungle Book was like the second one they ever did or
2: something like that.
1: Yeah. So it's like, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, what was the point? But whatever. I'm just here. (laughs) And I will not watch that shit. I don't care. (laughs) It's not happening.
0: (laughs) That shit, that shit's gonna be terrible. But moving on to Avatar. Um, We know Avatar 2. Um, the oh. way of water is dropping in December. This is not to be confused with Avatar: The Last Airbender. This is Avatar with the blue niggas, um, <laughs> <laughs> and they they're talking about if this one flops, they're no longer doing movies up to the fifth one because they they were planning to do five of these bitches. So they said if this one flops, they're going to stop because they're just too expensive to make. Um,
2: no and like shit. me and
0: you, we ain't even we don't even fuck with Avatar like that um I it was like at the time don't get me wrong it looked amazing at the time especially with the 3d in the theater i saw it in 3d imax when it dropped Damn. and i was like oh my god like this shit is great but then you look at the story and you're just like mm, this shit is actually very weak white savior trope pocahontas fern gully um dancing with wolves any of the movies you can name that's exactly what this movie was um so not even low key like high key i hope this one flops so we don't even have to see it again um Truly. see any see any marketing see any trailers like i don't want this franchise to survive i'm not even going to lie to you what you think
1: mm-hmm. no yeah no i don't i i don't care about this movie like that and i just saw the trailer when i was watching black panther and it just let me know i don't want to watch this shit <laughs> <clears throat> like I just don't <laughs> Like it just looks stupid Like it truly looks stupid Like I don't want to see you people I don't want to see y'all just swimming in the water That's all this movie is going to be It's Just them swimming in water I could hear her What does she sound like Mighty <laughs> What the fuck like what does that even mean bro <laughs> Like The dialogue alone doesn't even make sense With the movie So I just I just don't understand. I just don't get it. And the first one came out, what? 2010?
2: Was it 2010? Damn, for real? I believe so. Or 2008? Nah, not 2008. It wasn't that deep. Yeah, 2009. Damn. Yeah, let this shit
1: die. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and let this shit go. (laughs) Um, Even
0: though, like, I'm I'm fairly certain it's not going to flop. Um, So I'm fairly certain. I think it'll
1: make. I think it'll make just enough. I think it'll for
0: sure make a billion. I'm not gonna lie to you. World, overseas, yes. yeah, yeah, Yeah. including the overseas markets is definitely gonna hit a billion. Maybe not. I think domestic might be its lowest marketed area when it's so all too. said and done, but overall, overseas and everything, it's definitely going to hit a billion. for sure. Well, I
1: don't know, because a lot, I feel like a lot of movies have been flopping lately, especially with the overseas, because I feel like a lot of these places are still locked down, plus, you know, mm-hmm. Russia and Ukraine yeah. are still at war, yeah. so I don't know. A lot of shit is iffy right now.
2: It is. Um. Really, to be honest, all it has to
0: do is really do very well in China Mm -hmm. and do okay here and they'll still be okay yeah
1: that's why i said i feel like it'll make just enough and then they'll still make these motherfuckers for no reason yeah so
0: we'll see what happens like i said if this one flops we know the future of the franchise if it don't we'll still be living with it probably until 2055 um (laughs) stupid indiana jones (laughs) we're getting another indiana jones movie and now they're talking about a tv series that's in the works at disney plus as well um we know disney is and has always been heavily into the franchises and properties that they own and now they're definitely going to take advantage of the indiana jones property um if they do move forward with a tv show i just hope they don't keep forcing harrison ford to be the central (laughs) central plot and and the central character because it it, he's he's like ancient at this point and we're already getting a new movie with him and i think that movie should be his send-off like thank you for for portraying this character i mean it's a legendary character don't get me wrong and i do feel like there is an audience for the tv show especially a younger audience that was never really into the indiana jones films when um, when they were able to even watch them, it could introduce them to a new Indiana Jones, um, someone that is like a Harrison Ford type, but younger, someone they can actually hold on to as a character. So I think it would actually work. I just hope that they don't keep forcing Harrison Ford on everybody because if younger people watch it, if I was, I mean, I'm not old, but if I was younger, like say a teenager or something, you feel me and i watch it like i turn on a tv show and it's just like this 80 year old dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah this ain't it dog <laughs> i'm not watching this shit <laughs>
1: yeah team, that's bro? true <laughs> no i mean yeah like you said i i like i've always liked indiana jones no matter what it's just generational with me um but no yeah it is time for my man to hang it up because he is pretty fucking old yeah um so no, I, I think the series is good to get a wider audience, especially with the new generation who never really, you know, they didn't grow up with Indiana Jones like most of us did. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it is time for him to hang it up. Um, I do love him as an actor. I always have, but yeah, he's, he's old, bro. There's no way you should still be doing this shit, especially like action wise and jumping and flying everywhere. Like, not everybody built like Liam Neeson. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes you just got to hang that shit up, bruh. And I think it is time for him to hang it up specifically. But I am excited to see this, though. That'd be, it'd be pretty cool to watch.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said, just the the Indiana Jones type of show. Yeah. I think there's, there's a big audience for it. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if they move forward with it, if that actually comes into existence. Um, but let's get into Marvel News. Black Panther 3, we already know Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, just dropped. Black Panther 3 is already being discussed between Ryan Coogler and Kevin Feige. Um, Kevin Feige was on record saying the story of Wakanda and its characters is so important that they c- want to continue telling these stories. Um, I know that they had mentioned a show revolving around the door, Milaje, um, that was going to come out on Disney+. Plus. We haven't heard anything about that yet. Um, but the fact that the third movie is already being discussed is a good sign, um, even before the final box office numbers are out and stuff over this weekend. So I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm always going to be down for some new Black Panther content, especially if they keep the team together. My big thing is keeping Ryan at the helm, making sure you know he's involved in some capacity. Maybe he doesn't direct all of them. Maybe he's a producer. Maybe he's a writer. But Ryan Coogler has proven time and time again that... He has such a deep care for the characters that he brings to the screen. He has a deep care for the actors. The actors trust him. I mean, if you listen to them talk about him, they have nothing but good things to say about him and his team. So, um, like I said, I'm I'm always down for some for some Ryan Coogler, and hopefully, Black Panther Three can can keep it going. But what you think?
1: No, oh, yeah, I am. Oh, I agree. I think it is dope. I think it's definitely needed, especially after watching the second one. Um, Because, honestly, yeah, because we haven't really figured out what direction Marvel's planning on going. Mm -hmm. But overall, I think it still is a good thing to have, you know, to learning now, because after watching the second one, obviously I'm not reviewing it, but learning more deeper into the, you know, the world of Wakanda, the characters of Wakanda, I think Mm -hmm. it is a nice tale to see because, you know, we didn't really get that in the first one. It was just family drama, a bunch of other shit. But in this mm-hmm. case, you know, we got to see the world. We got to see what Wakanda had to deal with. What Wakanda has to deal with letting outsiders in and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, I think I think we need to continue this story, especially with Ryan Coogler on. Because mm-hmm. I can't think if he has any passion projects, if there's anything else he wants to do. Because obviously this is a franchise, so yeah. being here is pretty much needed because you started it you have to finish it you know it was different with Creed because it was kind of just he was still like testing waters with his name and it was mostly just Mike B who wanted Creed to continue Mm -hmm. but in this case I feel like he needs to stay here in some capacity like you said producer writer executive producer whatever the case may be Ryan's name needs to be on it he has to be on set he needs to be part of this project because we've seen what happens when this nigga leaves (laughs) 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 and it'll go well so no i i think that this is a great idea i feel like you know because i really wasn't on board with the second one but you know after watching it obviously you know things changed um but yeah no i'm down with it i always need new content with this didn't he remember didn't he sign on for a tv show
0: yeah, that's what I was saying. They they talked about a Dora Milaje show that was coming to Disney Plus like a while ago. I think it was before. It was like a year ago on Disney Plus Day. Like not this past one, but the year before. It was either on Disney Plus Day or D23. Um, hmm. But they were talking about a, a Wakandan TV show that was revolving around life in Wakanda. It was going to get right. let us get a, like a deeper understanding of how things work over there and things like that. But I haven't heard anything about that since.
1: Same. Yeah, you're right. Because I was tripping. I'm like, I know they talked about sending this thing to a deal. But that was how long ago. But yeah, no, I'm with it. Yeah, Obviously. So, <laughs> we'll see what
0: happens with that um, as far as Black Panther 3 goes. But as far as casting news in the MCU goes, there's a few people that have been cast in different roles. Daniel Kalua um, He isn't a part of the quote unquote MCU at this point, but he has been cast as Spider-Punk in Across the Spider-Verse, which is the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse um, with Miles Morales Spider-Man. Um, I mean, this movie has been touted as having so many different characters, so many different versions of Spider-Man across the universes and different Earths and things like that. And I know Spider-Punk has been one of the more popular characters as of late um especially with his style with the jean jacket with the spikes on his head and and things like that and Daniel's fun to watch um it'd be cool to see him in a voice role i i don't think i've watched anything with him being in a voice role or being a voice actor so i think it'll be interesting um especially hearing what kind of accent he does for it are they going yeah. like, to be british are That's they going is he going to change his voice um to fit kind of like the emo spider punk aesthetic or anything like that so that'll be interesting to see. And then we have Yahya Abdul-Mateen that is cast as Wonder Man in his own Disney Plus show as well. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Of course, Black excellence everywhere around. <laughs> um, and we're excited to see see these castings. But let's get into the review section because I know that's what y'all came here for, especially after Wakanda Forever dropped. So, boom. What you think about it, bro? Go ahead.
1: Um. Yeah. I, I I really enjoyed it. I I did. I liked every minute of it. Um, obviously there's things. Just you know, you know me, I'm a tough critic. Um, no, I like I said before, I love that we, because I was trying to figure out the for the life of me what we're gonna do without Chadwick and you know how they're gonna introduce everyone and develop everyone and try to get us to connect to you know the world of Wakanda and the people of Wakanda, and I thought they did a great job. Um, you know Shuri, what's her real name? Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright. She she did a wonderful job. Um, I just started watching Top Boy because she's in that as well. And, you know, I never really seen her as an actress. Just, you know, you know, she's the goofy little sister. But mm-hmm. in this case, she definitely blossomed. She definitely showed up and showed out for it. Um, I enjoyed the CGI. There were some little parts here and there. But overall, it it still looked pretty damn amazing um like it was really breathtaking i truly was just in awe the whole time i saw it by myself because i didn't want any interruptions i really just wanted to watch the movie just really be in the moment you know and even with the audience because you know we go on thursdays because you know we are real blurred. and the audience even then you know they were just sitting there all in silence you could drop a fucking fork in there and hear it because (laughs) that's how everyone was just so stuck in every story and everywhere we went, it was just a moment of truly connecting with everyone. You know, you find a piece here, you find a piece there. It was, I was really surprised that that we were going to be, you know, falling in love with each character, even no more, no, no more, no more, no more, no more. I'm bad with names, people, but (laughs) even with no more, you know, I, I felt for him because, you know, you go and bury your mother on land and all she's taught you is that land is great. And then you get there and these niggas got slaves. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. what the fuck? How can you even grieve after witnessing something like that? You know what I mean? Cause right then and there, you already got to jump into being the God, being the protector of your people and seeing this shit and what land has to offer. It's like, fuck it. I'm staying in the water <laughs> cause mm. these niggas ain't it. And I just. I was just really, I was really surprised, because I really, I really didn't go in thinking I'd love it, I really was just like, I miss Chadwick, like, I just miss him, you know, that was my guy, coming from, you know, where I'm watching him as a freshman in Lincoln Heights in the study hall, and then, you know, him not being here, it kind of was just a little rough, but overall, I just, I enjoyed every moment of it, I loved everyone's character, I was sad, to, and honestly, can we give Angela Bassett her motherfucking flowers, bro, because God, bro, bro, that's
0: a supporting actress nomination, oh. right? Not even a nomination. That's a that's supporting actress Whew. type shit.
1: That woman, that woman is fucking amazing. And I just, I was really happy to see all this, bro. It was really good to see our people and seeing what they can really do, you know, because honestly, the doubt was there. It's like, can they, can they do this without Chadwick? And they did. They really did. Every single one of them and i was just happy to be able to witness it to be able to sit there and be at peace and watching how they you know just showed us chadwick letting them, letting us grieve with them you know and that's all this was about is showing how people grieve in different ways and if you lost anyone or lost someone you truly will connect with this film and that's exactly what happened anyways what do you think
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with everything you said, bro. This movie is so amazing as a love letter, as a tribute, as a character study, um, as a study into the grieving process, how people go about grieving, um, and just and just letting us share in these moments, bro. Because, like you said, my theater was quiet as hell, bro. Quiet as fuck. Everyone was so respectful, and like you said, we go on Thursday, so you feel me on on superhero movie days, on action movie days, you know, people in there usually be wilding, be screaming, yelling, like, oh my God, this is so dope, blah, blah. But everybody was so respectful. Everybody was locked in from the moment it started and Shuri started praying um, to allow her to save her brother. Um, And it, like I said, it was just so good. It was a beautiful, beautiful tribute to a man that, affected our world in such a short amount of time he died so young and his lasting effect his lasting legacy um is gonna live on forever forever like you said coming from lincoln heights watching him bloom and, and blossom into a movie star with get on up 42 marshall um leading into into black panther um ma rainies and all the All these other projects that he was so invested in, even the five bloods um and at that time he was he was so skinny, looking back on him when you know what happened, it's like bruh, you were going through it, and you were really put your all into these performances um and and then to see the actors go ahead and and grieve over T'Challa, the character, but also grieve over their friend. They had personal experiences with him. They were actually friends with him. Mm-hmm. They they were on press tours. They they loved this man. Um, and they straddled such a fine line between the character grieving for Tatala and also the actual person grieving for Chadwick. And it never took me out of the movie. Like, I never once thought to myself, like, oh, this is just Letitia crying over Chadwick. Like, nah, that's Shuri crying over her brother. Yep. Yeah you feel me? And, and, and even certain lines when, um, she was saying he was, he was suffering in silence. He had a, he had a sickness that no one knew about and how they, it was almost like a life imitates art moment or art imitates life where, where things kind of get blurred in that moment where it's just like the, the attention to detail, the dialogue was so beautifully written. Um, and like you said, just feeling for every character with Namor, uh, he was, I think, he made the anti-hero trope and character his own. Mm-hmm. Like, it was something we hadn't seen before, specifically in a superhero movie, where the anti-hero wasn't someone that was cracking jokes 100% of the time, like Deadpool. He wasn't someone that um, brought attention to the fact that he was an anti-hero so much like he was Black Adam, Darn. where he's like, I'm not a hero, I'm not a hero, I'm not a hero. It was someone that was equally charismatic as he was dangerous, as he was terrifying. Um, and just the nuances of his character. Like he was he was that guy, because one moment he's showing Shuri how beautiful Talakan is, and he's just like, This is you see what I gotta protect. You see, he's smiling with her, he's letting her meet his people and everything. They get back. He's like, So now you know why I have to kill her, right? She's like, No, I can't let you do that. Are you a ally? Or are you an enemy? because we could get this settled real like he was He was really about that action, Bruh. and it was all about protecting his people and just to see the representation and the amount of care that Kugler and his team put into crafting the world of Talokan and making it such a fitting tribute to the Mesoamerican culture to the indigenous culture to the to the point where they even have their own um their own hand signal their their own hand signal for saying hello or like we had the wakanda salute so like seeing them have their own thing as well that was so beautiful bro like and to be able to share that because i know a lot of us even me when i first heard about it i was like why do we have to share our movie you know and that that's some of like the selfish um kind of like the selfish side of me that comes up when it's like nobody else has to share their movie why are we always the people that have to open the door but i'm glad that we did and I, and that's just being honest like it's it's nice to see that we open the door we can have the mesh of cultures and respect our cultures and and have a a top billed cast member as someone of indigenous descent of mexican descent of mesoamerican descent and it was so great just to see us celebrate together in a theater, on the internet Over these moments um, And even the callbacks Were so good, like when Ramondo was coming back to Wakanda With her hat in her lap And it was It mirrored exactly the way Chadwick came yep. Back to Wakanda after his dad died And he had his helmet in his lap And even down to Okoye saying we're home um, With Riri Making the Iron Man suit It mirrored the same way Iron Ma- Iron Man made his suit and the cave with the hammering and, and things like that, um, down to Shuri when she was about to kill no more. And she said, vengeance has consumed us. Like Chadwick said in civil war. Um, it was just, <laughs> it was such a good movie, bro. it, it was so fucking good. <laughs> and it was so beautiful. Um, and like I said, the, I, I'm really grateful that we're able to come together in in unity and, and not talk about, um, the the prejudice or or discrimination that that we all face on a day-to-day basis but instead celebrate our culture our love for our culture and bond not over trauma i mean there was some of that like you said when namor was telling his background and and how he came back to bury his mother on her native land and their slaves and stuff like that of course we can bond over that but also bonding over our love for our culture Mm -hmm. and our love for other cultures as well and have it be a positive bonding experience, not just set in trauma. Um, so that was beautiful. The only things, like you said, there are nitpicky things here and there. The Agent Ross storyline, I need that shit. Throw that shit away. I mean, until we went back to him, occasionally the movie didn't even feel like an MCU movie. No, you feel me? Like it felt, it felt like something completely different. And when we went back to him, it's like, oh okay they're setting up the thunderbolts whatever right get back to wakanda or get back to the characters that that we care about um so that was like a nitpicky thing um the the cause of t'challa's death i understand why they did it and it would have never been perfect yeah no no matter what cause of death it was um it was an undisclosed sickness but for the amount of technology in wakanda for him being their king um I assume they would be monitoring his vitals. I assume his suit, would, his kamoyo beads, everything would monitor his vitals. Um, and it would kind of be hard yeah. for him to hide that from everybody. Um, but again, that's very nitpicky. Um, Shuri's plan and, and the Wakanda's <laughs> plan to go ahead um, and fight water dwellers on water was a, <laughs> kind of a tactical error. It was like... um. I don't know about this. I don't, I don't know why you would choose to do that. Um and also to be honest for me, I didn't like Nakia having T'Challa's child in the mid credit scene. While it was it was a good tribute, I felt like it was tacked on at the end just to say we did re because the child's name is T'Challa. He's essentially T'Challa Jr. Right. And I felt like they only did it to quote unquote recast T'Challa. Yeah without recasting t'challa because yeah. i mean they can just do a time jump he's like 16 17 he goes back to wakanda um to to take the throne or whatever so I, I felt it was a little tacked on and it wasn't wasn't really necessary i didn't like how how they did that and i don't and the way they characterized t'challa i don't think he would have hid it from his family especially knowing that he was dying and knowing he, he was gonna leave yeah. um I, I don't think especially shuri the way they're their relationship was, I don't think that's something he would have hid from her. And having Nakia disappear for six years, you feel me? Like, it was, yeah, no, it was kind of that's like what I'm weird. saying.
1: It's, it's the little things, the little, like little things. But yeah, that's why I mean, when we talked about it, we agreed. It's just, it's just, I don't think there was any way they could have mm-hmm. won this battle because, like, it, it happened in real life. Like, it was sudden. No one knew he passed mm-hmm. away. There's no way you could write, there's no way you can just take a character out. Without, there's just, there was just no way it was just gonna make sense because we wouldn't believe he died in battle. We wouldn't have believed, you know, this or that. Like I just didn't think, I didn't think there was any way they were gonna fix it. And you know, recasting T'Challa was always up for debate. No one knew what mm-hmm. they were gonna do, how they're gonna do it, if they will do it. um And we still, you know, obviously they recast it with a child. But like you said, they could do a time jump. So it's just based on who they pick. Um, But yeah, you know, we really don't know the direction anyone's going right now. And I don't think Marvel does either. They're kind of just like, we're at a stump here. (laughs) And we lost the biggest piece without warning. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I agree with everything you said, too. Uh, I'm not a fan of that, but I guess, you know, it is what it is. Only could do so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is what it is, but it's an easy 9 out of 10 for me off one watch. Um it's It's a great film, man. If you were on the fence about going to see it, I definitely recommend going to see it um It's just beautiful, man, yeah. just <laughs> again, just seeing our people on screen um and seeing other brown people and and being able like I said to bond in positivity and and to not just bond over trauma or, or bond over oppression and and stuff like that and leave it there um. It's amazing man and and the more still an anti-hero to his core i mean he he's not one to to just go the full hero route even the way it ended um you know it, it ended peacefully you know we all came together and everything but you could tell he he got other plans in mind he's like yeah. look we my people are gonna be fine no matter what i got you all just trust me and um like i said the celebration of culture. Is is Beautiful, so important, bro. and it's so great to it's so great to see. And I'm glad that we could share this, and and we can move forward. And and everybody's getting the character because, Latin representation in the MCU has definitely been lacking,
2: extremely. Um,
0: and like Latin, Asian, a- everything has been lacking. I mean, they we got Shang Chi, we got Namor. Now we're taking steps in the right direction. We got Miss Marvel for Southeast Asian representation. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're moving forward in a great direction. I'm excited to see where we go from here. And, again, if you haven't seen Black Panther by now, what are you doing?
1: At this point. <laughs> go see like, it, Like, bro, it's Saturday. You should have seen it, like, Thursday, Friday at least, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time this drops, it's probably, we're
0: probably dropping this earliest, like, Tuesday, Monday,
1: yeah, whatever. Least. Some so day during the week. If you haven't seen it this. by now. There's no way you're not, wow.
0: because the way they
1: plan this, bruh, like you drop that bitch on a Thursday, Friday was a holiday, then you jump right into the weekend. There's no way you don't have time. There's just no way that shit was pieced so perfectly. Yes, <laughs> cool. They don't miss on yes. this, bruh. <laughs> and they already they made fifty eight mil in one day. Come
2: on, bruh.
0: We on our way. <laughs> Get to the theater, but yeah, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Go out and see it. Next on the review section is Atlanta. Season four just ended. This is the last season of the show. So it was the series finale, not the season finale. And I got to say, man, all in all, this series is goaded to me. This series is so good. Um, of course, the surreal elements sometimes are, are a little much. They <laughs> they they get they put you off a little bit. Um, season three was definitely the weak point just because the cast was barely in the season the storylines they chose um to pursue and 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 chose to go ahead and shoot there there wasn't really any payoff of course there were great messages throughout the season um but it just felt like one-liners here and there um but again the season as a whole first season was amazing it's my favorite season season two was a little um was a little heavy and, and sad and, and things like that, but it was still a great season. It's just, you gotta be in the right mindset to watch season two. Season three was by far the weakest season to me. Season four, I, at this point through my first watch is my second favorite season. I loved season four, um, from the goofy movie episode with the documentary about how the goofy movie was the blackest movie ever made at the time. um, to the end of the series where you don't know if it was a dream or not, uh, to seeing Paperboy come to grips with the reality of him making it, but also aging out of being a rapper and what is coming next to earn actually becoming a family man and going to therapy and showing good representation of a black male therapist and a black male going to therapy and getting or trying to get help. Um if you haven't watched Atlanta, I definitely recommend watching Atlanta. It's, it's a great series. It's funny. It's thought-provoking. Um, and again, the surreal elements sometimes work, sometimes they don't. But all in all, I, I definitely love this series. But now that it's ended, what do you think of the series as a whole?
1: Mm. Love the first season, obviously. That one's goaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After rewatching the second season... Um, it actually is a really good season, especially after you watched the GQ interview with Paperboy back in the day when he mm-hmm. talked about it. Third season, like you said, yeah, no, it's just, cast was busy. They just had to put out a third and fourth season because they already signed on. Mm-hmm. Fourth season, I liked it, but not as much. Um, There was just too much. I don't know. There was something different for the fourth season with me, but I still liked it. I loved the way it ended. Um, obviously the goofy movie, goofy one was solid as fuck. Tyler Perry one was funny as shit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tyler Perry one was fucking funny, bro. Like I love that shit. Um, no, uh, yeah. So basically, yeah, three out of three out of four, just, you know, cause the third season was ass. Um, I, I, I loved the way i love donald's writing i i love the way it started i love the way it finished i love the actors i love that they all blew up from the show um mm-hmm. i enjoyed all the subliminal messages i i i can't lie yeah no this show is good. let me let me let me stop tripping. this show is good <laughs> no it is because you talk yourself I, into it <laughs> i truly do love i think the problem is i just i i was truly connected to that first season like that first season mm-hmm. to me was Truly beautiful. Never seen anything like it. Never connected with anything like that. I just, from episode 1 to episode 10, I just, I loved it. And I think that was the problem, that I was just too connected to that first season. So every other season kind of just never matched what I loved about the first season. But... Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, no, it's it's a really good show. So if you haven't seen it, you know what's crazy? There's actually a lot of people that have not seen this show, which I was very surprised about yeah because someone posted today um remember the london part where she stole the gun and drinking the vodka someone posted and they were like oh my god i've never watched this show what is this And it was a lot of niggas (laughs) yeah but no yeah no i'm gonna miss the show um i'm glad it did it though, because there was just no way it was going to continue um i'm excited to see what everyone else is going to do obviously paperboy is the one we see the most um I do like Lakeith as an actor, so hopefully he does get more projects. Um mm-hmm. but no, yeah. That shows it was amazing. I'm I'm glad we got to witness that shit. Because at that time, shit was dry.
0: <laughs> very, very for black television. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. All we had was the Tyler Perry shows, my nigga. Like oh that nobody God. I don't even know anyone who watches them shits and he keeps getting them. Like, it was it was crazy. And to think when it dropped, I mean, there's very little information about it when it dropped. It was just like, yep. Donald Glover plays uh, a young man whose cousin's a rapper, and he's trying to manage him in the city of Atlanta, right? So you think it's just going to be a regular-ass right. music show. Like, oh, they're trying to make it, whatever. And then you watch, and you're like, wow. like <laughs> The writers on this are so good. <laughs> From the club episode. Bruh to the episode when he takes Van out to dinner. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) And and I think that's the same episode that Paperboy um, and Darius go to see the Migos. Um, And it was just like, they, they make it so relatable in a way that's not relatable at the same time. Like we're not all rappers trying to make it. We're not all trying to manage... Uh, a musician or or a personality Or anything like that But the situations That they found themselves in It's like I definitely relate to this well, truly. You know me I mean like Growing up taking a girl out to dinner When you know you don't got that much money Man. And the waitress keeps upselling You haven't told the girl Boy. yet because you don't want to be embarrassed But she's ordering everything you're like Yo
2: <laughs> You're
0: killing <laughs> me tonight Or like um <laughs> the club episode when it's just like you want to seem like you popping but you hate the club you don't even want to be there I Hate that you shit. talk to a girl all night and then she, <laughs> it's just like oh i got a boyfriend it was nice though like it it's just it was like, nice it to take my drinks, scenarios fucker right. <laughs> you got all these scenarios even the celebrity basketball game episode with the black justin bieber and you can see how they would be treating him different and all this type of stuff it's It's just so good and and they definitely hit the nail on the head with this show. And like you said, season two is is still a very good season. It's just it's very heavy. Extreme You know what I'm saying? Like it, it definitely weighs on you mentally if you watched if you binged that whole season. Like from the Teddy Perkins episode to the episode when Paperboy's Lost in the Woods to to all these different episodes where it like it just hits home in a different type of way. So the series as a whole, man. Again, I I think it's goaded. You think it's goaded. Um it's on Hulu now. The whole series is on Hulu. So if you got the time, we definitely suggest you watch it. Um it it's definitely a go watch and it's definitely back black excellence in a TV show. No, nah, true. For
1: real. No, nah, for real. I miss it. That was that was that was a fun ride, man. Why we got to yeah. enjoy that together too, bro? We've been watching that shit. We've watched Hell that shit, yeah. bro. That was like the peak of our friendship too. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! Like we just, we was like just started. Like you watch Atlanta? <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! <laughs> Go to see the <laughs>
0: Hey, be careful. There might be a bullet in that box.
1: <laughs> like, why is there a
0: bullet in my box of cereal?
1: <laughs> you call your good daddy? Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> What if a girl call you, Poppy. It's different, man. <laughs> still weird. <laughs> still it's still weird, weird though.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it on Hulu. Moving on to a documentary that just dropped on Netflix. It's called Is That Black Enough for You? It dropped the same day as Wakanda Forever, November 11th. So if you have Netflix, it's on there. It's very long, it's about two hours and 40 minutes, almost three hours. But it gives you a lot about black history and film. It goes all the way back to the 1920s. I think it stops in the black exploitation era of the 1970s. Um, but it tells you how we got there, what trials and tribulations people had to go through. They have interviews with some of our legends. Um, Lawrence Fishburne, Samuel L. Jackson, Harry Belafonte. Um it, it's it's really just a great ride through black history and film. So if you have the time. I say go ahead and watch it. It's definitely a good watch. And it again, it's just nice to see us on screen and, and talking about our history and all the greats and the greatness we have still yet to achieve. Um, so again, it's on Netflix. It's called Is That Black Enough For You? Another movie on Netflix, Wendell and Wild. This was the movie that came out with Key and Pill in title roles as demons of this little girl um it's directed by henry selick the same guy that did nightmare before christmas it's stop motion animation angela bassett is also a voice in this movie um to be honest it was just okay i know you don't watch it like this fam so i'm gonna just tell you It, it was just okay i don't necessarily recommend it um i love stop motion animation and that helped it a bit um, And it's not to say the story was bad. It just had so much going on. There was, like, three different storylines. And the movie's not even really about Wendell and Wilde. It's about the little girl. um, And just the, the amount of storylines it had. Um, And I just felt like there was, like, a charm missing from the movie. Like, it didn't have that same push or, or that same level of fun dialogue and kind of witty dialogue that previous stop-motion pictures have had. Um, but if you're into the spooky side of things, I'm not that into it. So that might've been what was missing for me as well. But if you're into like the whole demons and, and fighting your demons and going to hell and shit like that, <laughs> this movie's for you. Um, so again, it's called Window on Wild. It's on Netflix. Um, and also... God of War Ragnarok is out. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell y'all I'm right now. Dirt, <laughs> this shit is a game of the fucking year, nigga. <laughs> like,
1: this shit is
0: fire. They did it again. These niggas don't miss. So good. I'm, I probably played about eight hours now. Shit's fire. It's so good. And I think it's like a 26, 28 hour game. So I still got a while to go. But, best believe, I'm getting right on the sticks right after we finish this podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all we got for the review section. What we're looking forward to, let's get it. Devotion, Jonathan Major's new movie is coming out November 23rd. And Strange World is coming out November 23rd as well. I believe this is is the day after
2: Thanksgiving, huh? If I remember right. I think it's on... 22nd i think it's 22nd of november yeah thanksgiving is the 24th this year so it's
0: a it's a little before thanksgiving on thanksgiving if you wait for the food to be made if you're not in the kitchen slaving away over a hot stove (laughs) you can go (laughs) ahead and hit the movies for these two very different movies devotion is almost a war drama with jonathan majors he's a pilot um, and strange world is an animated movie from disney that has a couple of black leads as well it has gabrielle union and jabuki um, and it has lucy Lou in it too so it's a very diverse cast which is annoying um because disney has not promoted <laughs> this movie at all bruh have you even seen a trailer
1: nigga i didn't know about it till you <laughs> told me today
0: See, <laughs> like this is what i'm talking about like this is the same thing that happened with Enconso, console like we was talking about earlier. No one saw yeah. in-console with it. That's when we first started our podcast, too. And I had watched it, and that theater was empty. Empty. Even when I reviewed it, I haven't even heard nobody else talk about it. And nope, then as, the as soon as it hit Disney+, Plus, Disney hopped on the bandwagon because everybody started singing Wingo to talk about Bruno. They're like, oh, maybe we should promote this movie. Because they did not promote it at all. And that was another diverse cast another movie about Colombia that was great representation It had Latins of all different skin tones. They had dark skin. They had people with curly textured hair. They had people with straight hair. Um, that movie, I mean, I, I don't like it that much. It's not really that good to me. Um, but for what it's worth, it was a great, a great movie showing representation and it was not well marketed when it dropped. And I feel like the same thing is happening with Strange World. They have black characters in this movie. They have a biracial person in this movie. I think Jabuki's character, um, if I remember right, um, is either bisexual or he's gay. I think he has like a relationship with another young man in the movie. You have all this representation. Lucy Liu's in it as well. Got Asian characters, got black characters, biracial, and no one's even heard of the movie, bruh.
1: I had no idea, bruh.
0: <laughs> like... Come on, bro. They got I
1: didn't even know there was a trailer that dropped. I got to watch that shit after the podcast.
0: <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, I had no idea. They got to do better <laughs> with this shit. Now again, I'm going to be irritated if they try to hop on the bandwagon. Like, once it's Disney Plus or once people start talking about it, like, oh, like, we always love the representation of this movie. Let's promote it now. It's like, y'all lame.
1: But that's why we got the podcast, bro. So when it's dropped, people will find out.
0: Hell yeah so again we the voice (laughs) both of these movies come out the same day um and you can see them a little bit before thanksgiving on thanksgiving whenever your heart desires so
1: double feature that might be solid
0: might be solid like if you go early like Mm -hmm. get one in first show time Mm -hmm. of the day get one in in the early afternoon head back to the crib for the thanksgiving
1: meal smooth I ain't even think about that See? I ain't done a double feature in a minute I me mean either, either nigga cause the theater is dry <laughs> as hell bro shit's <laughs> been dry
0: Black Panther was like the first movie I've seen since Black Adam and before that it was even a longer time yeah that
1: was probably Doctor Strange nah 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 Thor, Thor Love and Thunder oh uh, yeah, yeah I forgot we watched that Terrible Willingly (laughs) Y'all my money back (laughs) It's
0: a little late for that big dog But yeah That's all we got for today Class is dismissed You have been rocking with J-Rock
2: McFly Smith Yeah